Welcome to the latest episode of the Culture Trumpet Podcast. This is just a little heads up. Uh, It became clear during the editing of the episode, listening back to it, that emotions are running high, let's say, and it did turn out to be quite a a sweary and foul-mouthed episode, so please bear that in mind before listening. Um, If that's not your thing, uh, on this occasion we are happy to provide for a one-off fee of just £10, a version of the episode where the words shit, shit, fuck, nonce, fuck, fuck, pissed off, fucking twats, pissed off, prick, shit, fucking, fuck it, shite, fucking, 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 fucking twats, twats, fucking, fucking twats, fuck, fucking bullshit, bastard, fucking, 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 fucking shit, fuck, fucking, 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 fucks, fucking, 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 fucking hell, fucking, 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 fucking prick, fucking, what the fuck, balls my piss, fucking, fucking, shit, fucking, 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 fuck, fuck, fucking, you fucking people, no fucking idea, these fucking people, shit, bullshit, see ya fuckers, fucking, 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 is an arsehole, shite, proper balls out move, shit, fucking, fucking, fucking capitalism, fucking, 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 fuck me over, shit, fucking, fucking, shit, fucking, utter fucking, Cretin, fucking, 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 dick, dick, fucking, fucking, bullshit, fuck, fucking, well, fuck you, bastards, fucking, fuck off, fucking, I couldn't give a shit, shite, weapons grade cunts have all been removed. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hi, Mark. Hi. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm great. I'm in a great mood. Wow. Let's bring that to an all-time low (laughs) by having an episode purely about rants. Yes, because now we've done a few episodes where we're talking about all the things we love. We just love them. Because there's lots of things we love. There's lots of things in in the world and in culture and and all that kind of thing that is, that is, is, is there and it's fantastic. But... But there are some things that we don't love. And there might be culture, there might be just out there in the world. We've covered a few bits and pieces in the past, but I thought let's have an episode where we can just... Shit on everything we hate! Shit on everything, let loose. So let's just kind of pre-warn, this could get a bit sweary, um, because, you know... Marks from Leeds. Yes, basically. Um, but, you know, uh, feelings may run high while while this is going on. So if there's any little children around, tell them to fuck off. And um, <laughs> we will... We, you've been warned, basically. Anything else is your problem, not ours. Right, come on, let's have you, you cunts. Right, now then. I'm so glad I'm doing this with no one at home. <laughs> Do we want to have a quick news roundup? Is there anything that you've spotted, or shall we head straight in? Well, the Dalai Lama's a nonce? 
It would appear that way. I mean, it would I haven't read into way. it too much, so that might not make the edit because, you know, libel, slander, etc. Well, but, um, l- you know. l- let's safe to say um, it, it doesn't look good, does it? No. Um, and and I think that's half the battle in these things, isn't it? If you do something that looks dodgy as fuck, don't don't then complain when people think that you're dodgy as fuck. Basically, <laughs> I mean, you know, there we go. Oh God. Um. Well, I mean, in music, it was quite sad. You know, we're bringing the tone down. Um, mm. the guitarist from the script died. What seemed to be quite suddenly and young mm-hmm. at 46 that was mm-hmm. that's terrible um the old s club seven chap as well oh paul bless him yeah just just after they'd announced a new tour and all, and all that that business. was that was quite sad because paul famously struggled financially i think he was one who who kind of had the uh, yeah out of all of them i think he he kind he of sold had, his brit award yeah things must be bad when you're kind of at that stage but i yeah, it'd be in a sense, not that we deserve to know, but it would be interesting to see if the cause of death came out. Oh, Paul O'Grady died since God, we last yeah. spoke. Yes, yeah. It's all hell. doom and gloom, isn't it? Hell yeah, isn't it? Why can't one of the horrible bastards in the world die? Do you know oh, what I mean? Oh, fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Time for Trump to fuck off. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more Putin, to be quite honest. Well, there's that as well, yeah. I mean, there's a, to be fair, there's quite a few. Yeah. In... In good news... Oh, there's um, some, is there? Great. Well, the trailer for the Marvels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And in even better news, it pissed off loads of fucking, you know, twats, right? Yeah, cretins. Um, so, so yeah, that was... Done. I mean, I, I think it looks fun. It looked right? great fun. Tying together Captain Marvel, uh, uh, Ms. Marvel, and WandaVision. Well done great trio to kind of come together it looks fun and and yeah it pissed off all the right people so that made me happy also with marvel i was genuinely surprised at this mia goth apparently is going to be in blade is she playing blade because <laughs> i don't think they're allowed to do what i'm thinking in my head at, at this stage given the number of delays it's had it would surprise me to be honest um but i think that's just really interesting because she's very much a kind of indie actor you know she's oh, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. X and Pearl, um, what's the Cronenberg thing? She was just in Infinity Pool. Uh-huh. She's very much not what you would think of as a big studio franchisey kind of actor. By the same token, she's not the kind of performer that you would necessarily expect Marvel to look towards because of that kind of tone and and um uh, kind of style that she brings to her performances. So really interesting casting there. And I'll be interested to see. I don't think it's been confirmed who she's playing. Um but it'll be really interesting to see how that works out. Yes. It's time for topic or topics of the week. So shall we dive in? Yeah um I think we start off low Okay. And build. Oh, okay. So, to start with, we've already talked about it in, well, I want to say it was season one. Uh Series one of the Culture Trumpet podcast. Uh Um, And it was the episode, The Continuity of Spines. Niche. 
Okay. Right, yeah, this is this is what I mean. I know where you're going to go at the end of this episode, so I'm bringing it back to the working man, you know, something That's that we fine. all yeah. have a problem with, not just go your on. weird stuff. Go on. And my one of my rants as a collector... Mm. Not as a human being, a collector, because we're mm. you know we're not part of the human race as collectors. No, we're we're we've evolved. Okay, from, from um, a higher higher level of existence. Sure, keep telling yourself that you entitled prick. Um, it's the fact that you start a collection, mm. and even though it's being distributed by the same studio, it's been made by the same studio for a decade. Mm. Do you know what we're going to do for the fourth one that we announced? A year or so after the last one, yeah, we're going to change the spine because we don't give a shit, mm. and that mostly upset. It used to upset me less. It's upset me more now. But um, most recent Jurassic World film, mm-hmm. they brought out those uh, the four Ks for one Lost World and three. Mm-hmm. That's, I never understood why they just called it Jurassic Park th- three something else. Why do they? Mm. Anyway. Um, Jurassic World, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World Dominion. First two have very similar style spines. They are slightly different, slightly different Mm -hmm. tone of black. Mm -hmm. But then Dominion comes in and goes, let's make it all about blue. And it it, it sits on my shelf. I'm fucking livid. Well, it's not... I'll tell you what, it's not just the spines. In this case, it's the whole entire artwork, isn't it? Because the, and the, the quality first... of film, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. But the first five all have a consistent style. Yeah. And and what I was pleasantly surprised with, because the first four came out yep. originally, then the fifth one was released in cinemas, and when the Steelbook was announced, oh, brilliant, they're keeping the same style going. Hopefully they will do for the last one. And as you say, they didn't. And that's happened before. They brought out a range of Fast and Furious steelbooks, I think up to number seven, or was it six? I have lost count then, how many there are. So. But, but they brought out a matching range up to a certain film, and then the next one came out and it was completely different. Yeah. And it's like these days, the only way you can seem to get a consistent set is like uh, the box set once they've all come out. Yeah, and so once, that's once... that's what's put me off with the most recent Indiana Jones um, films. Mm. I I really got I, I didn't watch those growing up because I've, I you know, I'm happy to admit I've got a phobia of snakes. Right, and I know they're not prominent in the films. I know mm. that I've seen the films, mm. but there's still that. The, the, I watched one of them or two of them as a kid, and I didn't have a good experience because of my phobia. Mm. And watching them now as an adult, even in The Last Crusade, I can't watch that opening scene with the train. Oh, of course. I, yeah. I can't watch yeah. that. And I know yeah. that's irrational. Um, I've spoken to family members about it. My wife thinks it's a bit silly. But I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah, yeah. can't do it. So I digress. Um, I wanted to get those steelbooks. But then I'm like, well, there's a fifth and final one coming out. It's the last Harrison Ford one. I don't mm. care if they make another Indiana Jones film after that. I want the Harrison Ford collection. Yeah. Which is why I didn't really mind it with the Star Wars films mm. that they were changing. You could get the original, the prequel, the sequel trilogy all the same, the spin-offs all the same. That mm. was cool. Mm. But then when they re-released them in 4K, I was like, ah, oh, shit, no, actually I might do this. And I did. But I don't mind having like each saga matching, call it that way. Yeah. Um, but the whole Fran, uh, I even the yeah, 
even Jurassic World doesn't even do that because mm. in the well, yeah, it's the sequels, isn't it? Technically, mm. Jurassic World. Um, the first two match good enough. Third one goes ah fuck it. It's only it was only one of the biggest franchises in the world at one point. Why mm. why should we have any consistency with the same people <laughs> that made it last time? Yeah, I know it's it's very frustrating that. Um... And, and I'd say you kind of, if you want anything approaching a matching set, like with the going back, like with the Jurassic World ones, right? They brought out then a six film box set with matching, consistent artwork. Um, if you are a collector who kind of values the kind of artwork and visual consistency of a series, whether it's TV or film, that's the one you're going to go for. Yeah. So what but... do you do? What do you do with the five that you've already bought? Well, exactly, and the Star Wars stuff I sold. Mm. The thing that I'm—I mean, I'm looking at it now. The Jurassic World Ultimate Collection is the 4K one is retailing for fifty nine ninety nine British pounds at the moment at HMV. Other retailers are available, mm. but you look at it—it's just a cardboard sleeve. It's not—it's not something particularly too exciting. But you know, I don't know. As, as steelbook collectors, they're limited. If you're trying to collect up a collection and they change it midway through, especially if it's from the same studio, I don't think there's an excuse for that. No, especially when, in a fantastic reversal of this, last year was it, Universal released the 4K steelbook of The Thing with artwork from Matt Ferguson and they specifically asked him to do it in the same style as the John Carpenter steel books that Studio Canal released. Right. That he also did the artwork for. So it came out as a box set, collector's case, poster, etc. He did the artwork and, it, and, and they said to him, do it the same way you did it for those other releases, for films that weren't theirs, that were from a different <laughs> distributor. <laughs> Sneaky. Right? But Fantastic, because they were so well-received and mm. sold so well, someone at Universal... Saw that and went, we're going to capitalise on that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't... Like, like, yeah. And, and actually, it was like, I'm genuinely impressed and surprised that they did that, because they could have just done any old shite, you know? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. It would have sold, regardless. It would, of course it would, of course it would. But the fact they went and kind of gone, okay, these have been released, different, different distributor, but they sold well, they looked great, Let's keep some consistency. Mm. Fantastic, well, and that's a rare, rare occurrence. I think I think that's quite petty in the grand scheme of things, to be honest. But nonetheless, it's something that grinds my gears. Um, it winds me up as well. Good. To be honest, it does. I, I'm glad it's not just me. No, but, no you know, no. it's it's one of the things I get. I see in the comments and the stuff when I post Steelbook news, is the one thing I, I, I see often is that, you know, is this artwork going to match the artwork for the previous films? I remember that. That's I remember oh. talking to you about it, specifically mm. for Dominion. Mm. I thought you were pulling my leg when you said it won't. I was like, nah, surely not. No, no. And then you get people who say, well, I'll just wait for the box set where all the artwork matches. Right. Yeah, and it, yeah. Okay, right. But no, I think that's a fair that's a fair one. Right. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Mine first one, and I'm gonna start I might sound angry, but but this is me starting at the lower level. So 
Brace yourselves. Brace. Buckle up, kiddo. Oh, God, don't say that. Be on a register by the end of an episode. <laughs> on YouTube, videos that, that look at films or TV shows, and they are ending explained or things you missed, right? I watched the thing, and I was paying attention, and I don't need anything explaining. Okay. Because I was paying attention. Okay, counterpoint. Mm. Those videos tend to work for films that hide Easter eggs that you're not actively looking for. Now, now I watch a film because I'm a simple person. I don't look for everything that they're trying to hide. So in certain films, those work better for me. You know, things you might have missed um, because it's... I, I can't even think of an example off the top of my head, but I watched one within the last year or so. Mm. So they cater to stupid people like me now and again. All right, I'll put that out there. Um, but I get where you're coming from. If it's a good... I say a good film... If it's clever enough, it shouldn't need to be pointed out after the fact. Mm-hmm. And related to this... I think my issue is still worse, though, that things don't match. You can choose... Granted, I could choose not to buy something, but you can choose actively not to subscribe, smash that like oh, yeah. button, you know... But it's the al- it's the algorithm. It right, fills okay. my fucking screen every time. And and related to this, and it's and this is part of it. it is people they will pick up on us on a, on a tweet from a filmmaker. James Gunn will tweet something about oh, DC, yes. about DC, and then all of a sudden, someone turns that single tweet into a thirty-minute fucking video, dissecting it, and you know it's an exclusive or something's confirmed, or you know casting update, and you go oh casting update, and there is no update. The update is that James Gunn tweeted that there was no update, and yet some cunts made this into a thirty-minute oh, fucking video <laughs> for clicks. It's in the second one and already. Traffic and and fucking advertising because they get you know they get fucking money for every time that someone watches it, and I think that is a bigger blight on society. Than than mismatched uh, steelbook artwork. Uh, okay, fair enough. I no, beat, I, I, get I get it. I get it. I get beat that. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Um, I prepared for this, of course. Mm. Um, okay. <clears throat> you won't like this. Well, I don't know if you will or not. I know a lot of people won't. Okay, this is two parts. Mm. Two parts. First one. Cryptocurrency. Ugh. Yeah, right. <clears throat> I dabbled. I dabbled um, because uh-huh. it was the cool thing to do, and I made a I made a little bit of money. And for full transparency, I put in fifteen quid. I cashed out at I think it was ninety slash a hundred, and it paid for some new glasses. Bang in. Well done. Well thank, done. Thank you. Played the game. Don't hate the player. Yep. I hate the game. Yeah. I know people. Close. Close. I say. Well, I know people. <laughs> are, are there any fam- are any of them family members? No. Then we can rightfully call them gullible twats. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and they don't listen to this, so it's fine. So I have I, I know close people. Gullible twats. Okay, and they put quite a bit of money into it, mm-hmm. like a couple of years ago. And I know that they they ended up going up a couple of thousand pounds, maybe mm. maybe ten or so thousand pounds up, mm. which is brilliant. 
they then use that money to to live on, which I think fair enough. What the the problem was, they put a lot more thousands of pounds back into it, and as far as I'm aware, lost it all again. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's less of a ranty thing, but more you know, it's like I I don't necessarily agree with like advertising gambling on television mm-hmm. and sponsorships mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and crypto is a I think it's been um, I put this eloquently. I think it's been dressed up to look like something far more elegant and high tech. Mm. It's fucking gambling. Mm-hmm. You put your money in one day and you hope you might win. Yeah. And I, it doesn't help that the likes of these huge, inter, I don't want to call them influencers because, you know, I don't think they, they, they influence society, but I don't like the idea of them at that as a title. These internet personalities, which is what they really are, um, are influencing it. And their audiences can be of an age where you know people don't have they don't have a lot of money they don't work they're children, and they're putting a couple of hundred pounds maybe a thousand pounds of mum and dad's money into something losing it and because KSI told them so yeah and yeah. I, you might remember it there was a influx of tweets going round you know do your own research I'm not a financial advisor well, fucking yeah. shut up then. If you're not a financial yeah, advisor, yeah. get off the internet and stop making people invest in these things because they're gullible twats, as you say. No, We're living in is. such a society now where it takes Logan Paul to tweet, go jump off a cliff, it's life-changing, and people mm. are jumping to their deaths. The prime yeah. phrase, oh, Mark, what the fuck have you done? The prime craze that's going around at the moment is fucking stupid. <sighs> All right, step back, step back. Step no, no, keep Ooh, going. This no, is good. No, get, no, no. get it out. My blood get pressure, Mark. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, I'm rolling this all up into one. The crypto craze is bullshit. It was illegal. There's been people making off with billions of dollars because it was all a farce. Oh, it's there, a brand new pyramid where, scheme. Yeah, there's ones where people have just invented fake cryptos and convinced people to to invest. I mean, I'm like you, right? I've I've put in tiny amounts, right? It was literally what amount would I be comfortable to lose which is what yes, you're always meant exactly. to do with gambling exactly. oh i got a hundred quid if i lose that fair enough but i yeah. stop there exactly i think the most i've put in i've put in bits and pieces yeah a couple of hundred quid i think tops it was and it went up awesome and it went down and it's currently less than i put in right and it's i've got a a, a, f- a tiny fucking fraction of a bitcoin and i've got a bit of ethereum do you know what i mean it's like three or four different ones bits in each and that's what it is it's a fucking game it's a fucking gamble and and you're right there's there's people i mean i've i've worked with people in the past and he, one guy was showing me his wallet his crypto <laughs> wallet and then he had he bought like bitcoin when it was new and low and readily available and it had gone up for him brilliant well done lucky yeah. gamble game and he had it was about half a million pounds worth. Good God, good God, and that's going back what four years maybe, mm. and it's clearly not worth anywhere near that now. So, well, like, I, if I if I put in maybe put in like a thousand pounds back in the day on Bitcoin, right? Mm. 
And if it went up to half a million, 500 grand, mm. I would go, do you know what? That is something that I, an amount that I never expected it to get to. Mm-hmm. I cash out now. Mm-hmm. Like what could think about what a lot of people could do with five hundred grand? Oh, you could clear yeah, your mortgage yeah. and then yeah. some, and then some. Yeah, treat yourself yeah. to a nice new car. Yeah, piss off on holiday. Yeah, Ma- maybe give some away to people less fortunate because that's yeah. a nice thing to do. I guess you would yeah. be on those pearly gates, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and accept accept that you were lucky. Accept yeah. that you've done well. Don't and, and be if, a greedy bastard and then yeah. complain and complain when it drops. Yeah. That's my fault. Oh, I've lost a thousand pounds. It's a fucking gamble. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it is it's insane. And you're right, a lot of it is driven by influence. I hate that fucking word. I'm glad you oh. said influence because the next person on my list was Elon Musk himself. <laughs> oh well. Because we'll I back. was I put money into Doge. You've you started you've created a monster here, Mark. I, not I did. Lie. I put a bit into Doge because it was a laugh. That, that right, but, and that's where I got my money from. But he tweets out the fucking Doge symbol and everyone goes fucking crazy for it. Oh, to the moon! And it's like, oh my god. This this guy, I'm not going to get into Elon because he's on your <laughs> list. But this guy, he's like the moron's idea of a genius. Oh, of course he is. Right, thick, thick as shit. People <laughs> think he's the smartest guy in the world, and he's not. He really is not the smartest guy in the world. We'll come back to Elon, but yeah, it's the influencer thing that drives a lot of it. And you're right. These people go. I'm not. I'm not an expert. Then shut the fuck up, because you're in a position where you've got hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of followers who hang on your every word. And if they see you doing something, they'll do it. Yeah. And and people, we're slightly going off topic, but people who are quote unquote influencers have a responsibility. Say again. Internet personalities. Internet personalities. They have a responsibility, whether they like it or not, that people will listen to them. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, I'm just, again, this is, this is now going off topic. There's a guy in, in my local area who, who does like these fitness boot camp things in the local park. Mm. And he's, he got, you know, loads of people like helping him out, getting them fit. Fantastic. That's not a bad thing, obviously. But but now he's got these people who kind of trust him because he knows what he's on about about fitness, and he's helping them get fit. And now they trust him. And then during lockdown, he started coming out with all this fucking anti-lockdown, anti-vax. I was one of them. Okay. No. Mental, mental stuff. And they were all agreeing. You know, I don't know about fucking. Oh, I saw the chemtrails from the planes earlier. They're not chemtrails. Fucking water vapor. It's water vapor. Do you know how a jet it's engine a jet works? Engine. You thick fucks. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're changing the atmosphere. Blah blah blah. It's like, mate, your job. You're being paid by these people to help them get fit. That's where it should stop, because you've got this responsibility now to these people, and and you're neglecting it. And yeah. it's the same with it's the same with these internet people. Whether but, they like it or not, they they are, 
you know, this prime thing, like you said, this fucking people spending what fucking hundred quid on a bottle of fucking drink. Yeah, but to, to round to round off coinage uh, crypto. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing, the last thing I want to say on it is the fact that there's a reason why some of the exchanges were being locked, being banned. There was a reason why the UK banks were banning transactions in and out of uh, the likes of yep. Binance and Coinbase. Yep. Because it was all shady. Yeah. Unregulated, but you know, gambling is semi-regulated in this country. Mm. Um but there we are. Crypto is a scam. I knew it was a scam going into it, but I also wasn't in it to think this is going to change my life. I understand the principle and and the desire to have a form of currency that isn't controlled by a, any particular government. And I understand for some people, they want something that has a degree of anonymity. Although it doesn't really, because every fucking transaction... It's has still a logged. Unique, it's all logged, right? It's on the blockchain. It is all logged. It's not anonymous. Every transaction has a unique ID. It goes on the blockchain worldwide, and it's traceable back to any wallet, right? That that it's come that it comes from, right? And you can move money from wallet to wallet. It's still fucking traceable. That's the point of the blockchain, right? The idea is, it's a way of making transactions that can be trusted that the transaction really took place sure. and it's like a reliable method it, that it, there's no argument. I didn't receive your money. Well, yes, you did. Cause here it is in the blockchain. Right. And people have kind of taken that and, and, and kind of made it into this, Oh, we are, you know, off grid away, you know, away from the government eyes. I'm going to use cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? It's kind of been twisted into this thing that it, it isn't really. And then, as you say, the the whole people using it as as a, a way of investing to make money, yeah, you might as well just chuck it on a horse, <laughs> or or play the lottery. Yeah, lottery is the same sort of thing. It's a gamble, but there's mm. the only thing to lose is the price of your ticket. It's not exactly going to mm. go negative. It's going to be zero, and that stops. That's it, exactly, exactly. You you don't you don't do a fucking scratchy and go, oh, you are worth fifty pounds. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Do you You've know got to I mean? do fourteen scratches now to make your fix back, which is what, which is what, that yeah, 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 yeah. I hell. like that. That's that's a oh. really, really good way. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A bit of light-hearted relief halfway through. We're laughing about it, but you know, before it, we move on to the next one. Well, yeah, and you know, off the back of crypto, like I say, Elon Musk. I think he's an incredibly dangerous man. Mm. I think anybody that just. I think he. I, I don't know too much about him, so I'm probably not the right person to talk about it. But I always feel that he's got a, you know, an army of people helping him. A bit. It sounds terrible, like like Trump. I was. think he's got he an army of people trying to help him, but he thinks he knows everything. Okay. That's why he got rid of like seventy percent of Twitter employees. Oh yeah, that that was on know. my list, Twitter. But I'll wrap yeah. it all up in the same thing. But anyway, okay, I'm I'm done there. I'm not going to talk about crypto again. Okay. Right. Julian Assange. Oh really? What do you think of Julian Assange? He's definitely a person that I've heard of. Mm. Uh, mm. So WikiLeaks, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Um, no, 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 no. We're talking about Julian Assange. Okay, so what's the? Okay, Mark, why have you got so, a problem with Julian Assange? Julian Assange is held up as this crusader for free speech. Okay, 
Okay. Now, I would say that's what WikiLeaks does. Now, he founded WikiLeaks and he's still the, the main guy in charge. WikiLeaks, for right or wrong, whatever your opinion, that's the bit that's the free speech. Let's get information out there, leaking documents, etc., etc. And you can agree with what they do or you can not agree with what they do, but that's that's their thing. Julian Assange is not this crusading martyr for free speech. He was wanted by the Swedish authorities on, I believe, two accusations of sexual assault. Right. He was arrested in the UK following a request from Sweden. He was granted bail, which the money for that bail was paid for by several celebrities who were his supporters. Rather than then facing the music and fighting his innocence, he went on the he jumped bail basically, went on the run, hid in the Ecuadorian embassy for oh, that I remember. However many years he was there, five, six years, whatever, right? Purely to avoid facing trial for these crimes in Sweden. Mm -hmm. Even the Ecuadorian embassy got sick of him and eventually basically kicked him out, told him he had to leave. But he's not a crusader for free speech. He's a coward. Right? Okay. Sweet, he only, the only reason Sweden has never been on thinking for these trials is because on one of them, I think the statute of limitations ran out. He just sat there waiting for the fucking thing to lapse. And and on the other crime, alleged crime, fair enough, alleged crime, um, the Swedish authorities couldn't get into the fucking embassy to interview him. And obviously he wouldn't come out because he's a fucking coward. His argument was if he goes to Sweden they'll allow him to be extradited to the United States because the United States wanted him because of what WikiLeaks did, leaking some very important papers. But I'm sorry, but that's if you're going to run a website like that, that's one of the risks that you should accept. That if you're leaking government, like classified government documents, the government in question is going to want to have a fucking word with you about it. <laughs> Hello, it's the government. We'd like to have a word. Yeah, um, right. That I so, agree with. That that any the whole you got to accept responsibility for your actions. That I agree with. What? Because I obviously quickly Google what you talk about just so I can bring myself up on it as well. Because mm, mm. I remember the Edward Snowden stuff. Mm. Um, and things. I think things in term in terms of big companies harvesting our data and what they do with our data is better than it used to be mm. but i still don't think as a as a, as the end user we're told exactly what our data is so mm -hmm. exactly how our data is being used yeah so i feel with the edward snowden stuff you know it, what what it brought out the likes of facebook didn't it mm -hmm. oh, oh and government monitoring sure. and, and loads of stuff it's so that i feel if our government is spying on us, I think, yeah, we probably have a right to know. But I'm a very, I'm very much a. If you've got nothing to hide, what's the problem? That that's yeah. the way I live, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, I, but as I as I say, that's what WikiLeaks does. Sure. And yeah, if, if you can agree or disagree with that, and 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 you're right. We we do have a right to know. And if if 
if um, if an organization gets their hands on information that shows that's going on, then it's in the public interest most of the time, I would say, to to release that information. And you say about accepting the consequences, um, Snowden famously fled mm-hmm. and now has Russian citizenship. Mm-hmm. So you think back, you think now to what Russia is doing to the rest of the world and the consequences that Ed would now has to live through in that country. Mm-hmm. It was a completely lose-lose. Y- yeah. You know, he now lives in a country which has started a war mm. um, and he has had to swear an oath of allegiance mm. that adopted country. Yeah. Um, so now if he disagrees with what Russia doing you know what 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 could it possibly take russia to go hi us yeah we got him you know do you want to yeah. i don't know yeah good, good film that was um citizen four was it citizen four uh yeah something like that wasn't no, it? sorry citizen four was the channel four documentary oh, okay right. and snowden funnily enough was the joseph gordon levitt film that was a really good film right oh yes it was yeah, that's right yeah yeah I've not seen it, but I've, I've heard quite good things. It's about it. well worth a watch. The The documentary is arguably better because it's the legitimate what happened. Mm. Um, and for anybody who's interested in just like IT stuff in general, it's it's really cool. But it's also fucking scary. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. But the, there's been there's been this book. Well, I mean, there's been several fucking... There's several books over the years, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> there's one called The Trial of Julian Assange, A Story of Persecution. Oh. And it's it's like... I'm just reading the blurb on the book, right? So July 2010, and WikiLeaks published Cablegate, one of the biggest leaks in the history of US military, including evidence for war crimes and torture. Again... That's fine. I don't have an issue with that, right? In the aftermath, Julian Assange, the founder and spokesman of WikiLeaks, found himself at the centre of a media storm. Well, he would, yes, right? <laughs> um, accused of hacking, so there's obviously questions around how they got the data and things like that. Again, valid questions. And later, sexual assault, okay? He spent the next seven years in asylum. No, 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 no. He spent the next seven years hiding in the Ecuadorian embassy because he's a fucking coward. Right, fearful that he would be extradited to Sweden to face the accusations of assault. Well, yeah, but again, if you're innocent, go prove your innocence. Um, yeah, and that's the if you've got nothing to hide, then yeah, and it's just I, I don't know. I just the, the, the guy is is a before all this, it was just a fucking publicity whore, right? I would it would pop up all the fucking time. And it's and then it, the the thing at the book here it says the Assange case sets a dangerous precedent. Precedent once telling the truth becomes a crime, censorship and tyranny will inevitably follow. And it's like the the oh I fucking hate him. He's <laughs> he's made out or his followers, his fans have made him out to be this martyr mm. for for free speech and you know freedom and 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 government tyranny and all this lot. He was accused of raping two women and then he went to hide for seven years in an embassy because he's a fucking coward. That's it. That is end of story. Separate to WikiLeaks, whatever that organisation does, good or bad, you support them, you don't support them, that's fine. But the man's a fucking coward. Okay. 
And there we go. There we are. That was we told you we'd ramp it up. Yep. Right. Next. Well, let's do it. Let's jump right in. Go on. I say jump right in. This is towards the what would be the latter half of the episode. Uh-huh. I'm only going to say it once. We're not going to talk about it. We've talked about it before, but it's still there. It's still on the internet. It's still one of the worst things to happen to the film, game, music, anything where you could have an opinion. Uh-huh. Toxic fandom. Move on. Next. Can I just can I just add one thing? To you that? can. I I'm not. Well, I'm just not. we just we we touched earlier on on the Marvels, right? The sequel trailer, and I I saw one video that actually said, "It's this is going to be an even bigger flop than the first film." And I thought, hang on a minute. The first film. Let's get some numbers. It, hang on. Let's hang on. Well, Bear no, with me a sec. I, Let, I, I, I did numbers. my research. The first oh, okay. film. The first film. Out of over thirty Marvel movies, made just over one point one billion worldwide. It's in the top ten of all Marvel box office. That's a heck of a flop. It, I would love to have a flop like that. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like oh, the first... I'd love to have a flop of a billion dollars. Yeah. No matter what these people say, the first film was not a flop. Right. And it's to be of... quite honest, be quite you fucking baited me here, you prick. I have to say, <laughs> the biggest I think this is a flop, or oh, this is terrible, I'm gonna go, Oh, I wanna see what that's all about. Yeah. Um Mark and I were talking the other day about Ari Aster's new film, Bo is Afraid. Yes. And there's lots of clickbaity articles around going, it's a career ending film, blah blah blah. Divisive to say the least. I, I wanna see what it's all about. Oh, yeah. I mean, I like Ari Aster. I like his first couple yeah. of films. I like Wacken um, Phoenix. I want to see what it's all yeah, about, what this absolutely. nonsense is all about. And, you know, if it, does, it doesn't help, you know, being a fan of Marvel, you want to kind of see where it's going, obviously. Yeah. But for people saying, oh, I'm not, I think this is going to be terrible because of X, I want to see if my opinion aligns with them, which it fucking won't, because I know no. what their opinions are based on. But they're for. Don't I, fucking I wanna, watch it. The film's going to be a flop because it stars a woman who has opinions and isn't and isn't afraid to. Oh, speak. Mark, Mark, the second one, it's got three lead women three, in it. Three? Oh my god! And two of them are not white. Oh, uh, that my right, right satire. <laughs> that's it. No, nope. you know what I mean, what the fuck is is? Oh, oh the, that's the one. That's the one. And I hit. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say this phrase, and and it's the one that. Balls my piss more than anything. Go woke, go broke. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Right. It's on about fucking Star Wars. The, the amount of shit that Kathleen Kennedy gets for for the current Star Wars stuff. Have people not seen the prequels? <laughs> Have they not? Those three films are fucking terrible. And yet people are complaining that... Bo-Katan is now the main character in The Mandalorian. Whether she's or not, I don't, I don't fucking think so. But that's the complaint. Oh, now the, the male character's been relegated and now it's now it's she's in charge. Like, that's the worst thing to happen to Star Wars. But are they forgetting the, the fact that the show is called The Mandalorian, which is a collection mm. of individuals, not well, just... Yeah, yeah. It's uh, insane. It's you know, insane. Mark, do you know what the definition of woke is? 
I'm glad you don't. Um, aware, <laughs> especially of social problems such as racism and inequality. Yeah. Why would you not want to be aware of all? Why would you not want to? Yeah. I, every time I see it, it's like those people do not know what the fucking word means. And that's the thing that, that it's been wrongly defined as an insult these days. And that that's I saw this as on a yeah. couple of threads recently. You know, wrongly wrongly use using it as an insult. And I mean, we could have a whole episode talking about Piers Morgan, and we're not going to talk about oh. him too much because he doesn't like people talking about him badly. But he's part of this overall problem. Yep. And yeah, using it as an insult. There's worse things to call people. <laughs> yeah. If you ask it's, me. It's, honestly, it's not an insult. It's I don't see it as an insult, personally, because, yeah, why wouldn't you want to be aware of, of what's going on in society? Why wouldn't you want to... I, it's not about giving people preferential treatment. It's about just being fair. Yeah. You're giving everyone a fair crack at, at stuff. The right? Glastonbury lineup was a good one this year. Yeah. Um. It is headlined by. Well, well, this thing they were like, it's all he- it's headlined by all males, right? And one of the first responses that I saw to it was, "Have you actually looked at who's in Guns and Roses these days?" Mm. Everyone went, "Well, Slash is a bloke, Axel's a bloke, Duff's a bloke." Mm. Yeah. What about the other five members on stage? Mm. There, there is a there is a female in the band, I, and for the life of me, I can't remember what they play. Yeah. But the the point was, it's headlined by males. Well. The ones that you know of, yes, they're all male. Right. But if you look at Guns N' Roses as a collective, as the entire band, which you should. Mm. Like the session musicians and studio. Sure, there's a touring yeah. band of Guns N' Roses. Right, um, right. Okay. Let me just find out who it is, because I'll tell you if they're integral to the band. I mean, yeah, Guns N' Roses, Axel owns the name. His name is fucking Rose at the end of the day. Of course, sure. There we go. Uh, Guns N' Roses, where does it? Wikipedia, this could be interesting. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Wikipedia's changed its layout. I don't like it. Right, band members, here we are. Melissa Reese, synthesizers, keyboards, backing vocals, sub bass, and programming. Mm-hmm. That's part of the band's fucking keyboards, man. Like, you know. Yeah. Ah, uh, just uh, yeah. If they take the if they take the bow at the end of the show, you know, curtain call, thank you for being at our gig. We're, you know, we're mm. the band bow they're part mm. of the band as far as i'm concerned yeah oh yeah 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 it's it, it really is it just it it baffles me it genuinely does and you know why people would have a problem with with certain actors or, or whatever and in the absence of any kind of um logical sensible explanation right the only conclusion you can come to is because they're either racist or sexist or both. Sure. Yeah. Well. Because they don't have another answer. Oh, it's woke. What? What? What's woke? Define woke, and once you've defined it, or once you understand the real definition, whatever yours might be, what's the problem with it? Why That's would the thing. that they'll, be? A they'll problem? define it, but it won't be the dictionary the actual definition, definition yeah. which is it's become almost meaningless now. Sure. Sure. And once you know the dictionary definition, what's wrong with that? Oh, but Why people argue against the dif- dictionary because they know better. Yeah, yeah. Well, the dictionaries work now anyway, isn't it? <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> isn't goblin mode? That wasn't that the word. It's technically two word added this year to the Cambridge. Oxford. 
I'm oh, sure I read that. Okay. Goblin mode. <laughs> I, hang on, I'm Googling this because I'm not sure. I might be the making this. This type of behavior which is unapologetically self indulgent, lazy, slovenly, or greedy. There you go. The it's Oxford University Press ad. Yeah. Oh, okay, no. <laughs> but it's two okay. words. Yeah, it is. It is. Right. Okay. My next one um, is is kind of related in terms of fandom stuff. Um, and it's, they're still around, the Snyder Bros. Ah, oh, yes. Right. Who will pick up on anything. Well, well they've there's, there's, there's done two things. One is they'll pick up on anything mildly cryptic that Zack Snyder tweets out and take that as some kind of confirmation that he's going to make another DC movie. How the fuck they figure that, I don't know. But they also pile in on James Gunn whenever anything comes out from his new DC studios, right, and keep asking him, you know, make another film with Zack Snyder or keep Henry Cavill or, or all this without understanding look it's a new guy and he's doing his own thing and then there was this thing a few couple of months ago where there's this hashtag going around where people were genuinely believing it would be possible that netflix would buy or license whatever the rights to the snyderverse films and make more of them yeah we're gonna go buy the rights off dc so we can do what we want of course they're not no what the fuck but they were kept this fucking thing. Oh, sell Snyderverse to Netflix hashtag, and you're just like, you fucking people have no fucking idea. And what it- Gun Gun did the same. So when James Gunn took over as CEO, isn't he? That's his title. Yeah, yeah, or joint CEO. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, he. Someone was saying about the David Ayer cut of Suicide Squad. Yes. And. Gunn came out and sort of said, we liked what David Ayer did. Of course, that yep. was his vision. We ain't going to put it out there. At, it's not you know, our but, vision. Yeah, it's not our yeah, vision. We're not going to bow to your peer pressure. That's literally it. That's all That's all he needs to say. He doesn't have to justify himself any further. But these fucking people will not give up. And I think it's a tricky one because what happened to Justice League was shit. Right, and it was obviously events beyond Snyder's control. I've never known of anything like that to happen. Well, at least the tragedy that it surrounded, anyway. And and it was and it was so public. It wasn't like oh, there's been a few reshoots, and here we go. It was so the it was so known about in detail. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There was no kind of vague. Everyone knew what had happened in excruciating detail, and. It happened to coincide with the launch of HBO, where they HBO Max, where they needed content, and here was a film that, that in Snyder's version, was more or less complete, and ended up costing them another thirty million dollars to finish. But whatever. <laughs> but here we are, a four-hour epic event to launch HBO Max. So it was just that the timing worked out. That Snyder cut bullshit didn't happen because of these fans campaigns it happened because hbo needed something to pull in a load of subscribers and don't get me wrong i love this the snyder cut 
of Justice League. It's a fantastic film. It, it really is. But that gave them this kind of, we won. We made that happen. We can make anything happen. Release the air cut. No, that's it. We needed the, the Justice League to launch HBO Max to make money. It might have cost 30 million. We made, you know, we made that money back in this number of subscribers. Release the air cut. Nah, now nah, you're all you're right. All right. Yeah. His, his vision was seen as far as I was aware. And rejected. There we are. And again, that's a shame. I like David Ayer as a filmmaker. Um, I can see an interesting film that was there. But them just going, oh, we, we, the fans, got Justice League restored. And and we can now do it for Suicide Squad. I kind of think that HBO did it. No, hang on, DC, one of them. Whoever whoever holds the money. Yeah, basically. Well, Warner Brothers HBO. Could you imagine? Here we go. Could you imagine DC or, yeah, DC going, right, okay, we've seen it, we've heard you, we're going to do a whip round. Here's a GoFundMe. If we raise $30 million, we'll do the air cut. Go on, put your money where your mouth is, you fucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Could you imagine? That'd be hilarious. But actually, we need $30 million. It's all in DC coin. (laughs) Invest. Yeah. (laughs) What's the return? Oh, sorry. We've got your 30 million quid, but we've decided it's no longer our vision. See ya, fuckers. But it's crypto, so it's only worth 10 now. (laughs) No, it's zero. You've lost yeah, your you investment, you've got money. no film. Nice one. <laughs> but for, do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you suddenly gave them this sense of empowerment and entitlement that now they got this done, they could get the air cut released. But they could convince DC to sell the rights to the Snyderverse. Whatever that is, it's not a thing. It's a, it's, it's three or four films. The Snyderverse is what is Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Justice League, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman. Yeah, it's Five. a bit more in it than. Do you know what I mean? But but the Snyderverse, it's like no one wants to fucking do it anymore. Even Zack Snyder doesn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. These fucking people need to just fucking grow up. Anyway. And st- anyway. <laughs> Oh, what a good episode this is. I mean, I I don't know if I've got any more. <laughs> do you want to do you want to go back to Elon? Uh, I'd rather not. Um, <laughs> pu- it's purely, an asshole. Purely really because, is. yeah, I I don't really want to say too much about them. It <laughs> you is... don't want to get kicked off Twitter. Well, kind of. Um, down your account and blocks it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, Twitter itself is a terrible place for people. It, it has its moments, it's, doesn't it? Yeah, it's shite. It's, yeah, yeah. And again, I think it's just, well, it's just... Oh, I've these... got one. Oh, go on. Oh, I've got one. Go it's on. in the news. Unnecessary reboots. Okay. Yeah, We've dropped the scale now. We've, you know, Julian Assange, I think, was the highest that we were going to hit, and now it's bringing it back. Again, <laughs> oh, bringing it back I've, down to the working person. I've I've got one left, don't right. worry. Right. Oh, Christ. Um... It was recently announced that one, HBO Max is dropping the HBO title and is going to just Max. Mm. Who, whichever intern came up with that, genius. Yeah, brilliant. Because why well, would you want to be? Why would you want to drop your association with the likes of HBO's 
Game of Thrones. You know, all all yeah. those big titles oh, yeah. that have come before it. Yeah. That's not the thing that's annoying me. The thing that's annoying me is the most recently announced reboot of Harry Potter. Hmm. It's been dubbed as a decade-long faithful mm-hmm. adaptation of the books. Which the films were. True. True. Faithful, I wouldn't go that far to a, to, to the no. depths that I think they're trying to sell this as. Fair. Well, by necessity, I suppose, a two-hour film versus a, a ten-hour TV series. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, however, I'm not going to go into it because it's not my place to talk about it. J.K. Rowling finds themselves in hot water quite regularly at the moment on the internet. Yes. Not going to go into it. I don't want to pretend to understand what's going on. Mm. Therefore, I shall not make an opinion. But I think it's a a proper balls-out move for HBO mm. to go, we're rebooting that author's biggest franchise. Support us, please. Mm. I mm. said to my wife months ago. We were talking about reboots and whatnot in the house. Um, probably because we'd watched Top Gun and, you know, it's a sequel, what, 30 years later? Anyway. Mm-hmm. And I said, ah, oh, you know, what films do you think we won't see a reboot of in our lifetime? I said Harry Potter because it, it's it been well done, mm. you know, well received, uh, mm-hmm. got a lot of it right. It's well, it's well embedded into popular culture in the terms of merchandising, theme parks. Mm. So for HBO to go, we're going to do another, we're going to do a series on it. So you're going to literally undo slash erase everything that was done 20 years ago. Mm. It's embedded into popular culture so deeply. Mm. Oh, okay. Good luck. Mm. I think um, it's clearly Fantastic Beasts hasn't worked as well as they wanted it to work. No shit. I think when, if I remember when they originally announced that, they announced, I think, five or six films. And it's basically dead on its ass now after three. Which is a shame because I quite liked the first and second one. I've only seen the first and I found it a bit boring. Oh, fair enough. But, but you know. Um, so clearly they've got the rights that, that they've paid quite a lot for to this wizarding world. And they're thinking, okay, well, Fantastic Beasts is done. What what can we do? I mean, it's been rumoured for a while. There's been a couple of things rumoured for a while. One is a reboot of some sort, either film or TV. And the other is another film based on The Cursed Child. Which I'm all there for because it's gonna, it would continue... It would continue the, the Radcliffe saga, call it that. Well, that's the thing, because there were then the questions around would the original cast want to come back? Uh, for the amount of money that they'd be offered, probably. Potentially, but... That's not a given. Uh, no, but perhaps they've had those conversations and they don't want to come back. Valid. Which is why they've now pivoted to focus on the TV stuff. The thing that bugs me as well about the HB- the Max original reboot announcement is it mm. uses the same logo from the previous franchise. Well, yeah, I saw people complain about that because it uses the same music as well. And... See, I didn't watch the announcement. I just saw the videos. Oh, right. Okay. Well, it uses the, the music over the, the announcement as well. And it's like, well, people are complaining about that. And I thought, well, I get that. But on the other hand, they've not even fucking started filming yet. So it's an early development, isn't it? So they won't have any music for it. I mean, they could have put together a different logo. Fair enough. But 
they won't have any, you know, the, there is no music, so they'll use what they've got. In terms of the the idea of the reboot, I think, I suppose, taking away the business aspect, the on the creative side, it will let them go into more detail that obviously they have to get rid of to turn these things into films. So a bit more depth on some of the characters, maybe some characters who were, who were never on screen will now be there. Yeah, like Peeves. Uh, um, yeah. So, so you know, may, maybe that kind of thing will be, okay, that, that sounds like it could be good from a creative, artistic point of view. I think if they keep it consistent visually, would they... I guess they can't win either way, can they? Because if they keep it consistent visually... Oh, they're just copying what how the films looked. Whereas if they go for a new look, oh, oh, it's not like the original. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. They're, they're damned if they do. They're damned if they don't. Yeah, I think with the acting, casting, I think the kids, they'll be fine because none of the kids were that good in the first couple of films. No, they grew into it and they became good actors as they progressed, as they as they went along. And by the by the by the third film with a different director, Alfonso Cuaron, um, they were all getting really good and they got better and better as the series went on. I think where they're going to really struggle is with the adult cast. 100%. I was saying this over the weekend. Could you imagine anyone else as Snape? Well, the internet seems to think Adam Driver. No... The thing is, no. with Harry Potter, it was a bit like Game of Thrones towards the end. Everyone wanted to be in it. Mm. And you look at the cast that they dipped into, the British cast, I'm going to throw yeah. that out, it was British-made films. Yeah. The British cast that was involved with the Harry Potter franchise, uh, Michael Gambons, Alan Rickman, um, yep. uh, Dame Maggie Smith, yep. Emma Thompson, Robbie Coltrane, Robbie Coltrane God rest yep. his soul. Yep. You look at all of these... I don't know if they're Shakespeare, but do you know what I mean? All of these classically trained British actors that have been around yeah. the block. Yeah. Granted, they may, a bit like we were talking about the X-Men franchise in the MCU now, there may be some weird clauses that we end up hearing about that Michael Gambon is offered the chance to play Dumbledore again. Or um, but, here's, but here's the thing. Now, he's the second actor to play Dumbledore. Oh, yeah, because the other one died. Richard Harris died after the second film. And this is now going to be a thing they'd have to take into account. They, I, I think they'd be wary of casting someone that old. Okay, well, I'm thinking maybe some of the younger professors. So, um, Gary Oldman, for example, is um, mm. Sirius Black. Yes. You know, he's he's not spring chicken, but he's not on death's door. No. Um. Peter, the guy who played Peter Pettigrew, Timothy Spall, he's probably yep. in better shape now than he was back then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking specifically of those three, Timothy Spall, mm. Gary Oldman, and David Thewlis. Oh, yes, yeah. Helena Bonham Car- If Helena Bonham Carter doesn't come back as uh, Bellatrix is strange. Oh, the, do, you, do you expect them to keep some of the same actors? I, th- I, I don't expect them. That's the wrong phrase there. I think, th- like... a. Were you just fucking listening to what I was saying? I think there may be clauses somewhere that, like the X-Men franchise, well, you said this about rumours. Oh, yeah, yeah. Professor X, they needed to be offered the role, take the role, otherwise get paid a shit ton of money to let it go somewhere else. 
Oh, I see what you say. They get first refusal. Well, yeah, I, I wonder if we're going to see that. So there may be a you know a smattering of of original actors coming back. Granted, they're not exactly going to have um, Radcliffe and Pals come back as the kids because that's impossible. I guess if there's a clause in the contract that says we may want you, I don't know. I feel like any contract would have finished with film eight. But okay. there might be something that says, "Yeah, we might do something in the future." But then, would that would they have thought ahead enough to go, and that might include television, because then the contracts might only be on about future films, sure. and not include TV. But yeah, I guess that's a possibility. But I, I wouldn't have thought, given Ms. Rowling's um, controversies, that. Any any of those actors would kind of be interested in coming back. Well, she's she's acting as executive producer, and I she mean, is. of course she, she is. is. She she's the. Well, it's famous that she has to have she had to. I don't know if she does anymore. Have the say on anything that was Potter related. Yep. Which is Still why. Yeah. Well, you say that. Hagrid's motorbike long name adventure in Iron's Adventure in Florida the theme park. Mm. I'm not sure she had any creative input into that. All right. I'm not sure she has any creative input into the Epic Universe, which is the new park in Florida for Universal. Yeah. If they, if she has any creative input into that park, which is building the Ministry of Magic. Okay. I'm. I'm not sure. Maybe it doesn't include theme parks, but I know well, she did at one point. And that was the whole point. It. I will find from, you a link. It was interesting. From what I was reading when this was announced, she does get creative control. Oh, she has final say. That's why cola and coke products are not sold in Wizarding World. Oh, right. Okay. So in terms of unnecessary reboots, which was your original... Yes, uh, there was a point to this. There was a point. (laughs) I think this one... uh, Yeah, I think this one... I don't generally have a problem with, with reboots or remakes if there's something new that can be brought to it. I'm not sure that this is necessarily going to bring anything particularly new. There'll be more depth, because obviously they've got a whole season rather than a couple of hours. Um, But I think visually, they will probably stick pretty closely to the films. Um, Like the Lord of the Rings TV series did, you know, they, although it was a different team and, and, and not officially connected to the films in any way, they did at least visually line things up quite well. Um, and oh, also, we're also getting new uh, Lord of the Rings films. We are. And it looks like Peter Jackson may be involved in those. And and again, at least Rings of Power was different. Yeah, I, yeah. I, we 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 can get annoyed by it, but you know the the bottom line is, can't pass judgment until it's actually out. No, that's true. You know, that's and true. I I always look at that now of, oh, I'm annoyed that they're rebooting something I really like, like Back to the Future. I'd love to see a modern Back to the Future. I really would. Mm. I'd be annoyed that they're rebooting it, but also until it's out and I've seen it. Why should I have an opinion? Yeah. 
but but so the 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 issue is unnecessary ones how how would you define an unnecessary reboot that's a valid point um I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Unnecessary in the sense of it was something that was super successful in the first instance. Why do you want to try and greed, greed down and capitalise mm. on something that was... I, I, well, that's obviously pointless because, of course, it was successful. They want to do it again second time round. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking money, man. That's the rant, isn't it? Yeah. Capitalism. Fucking Bring capitalism. Bring down the system. <laughs> I'm going to rage against that machine. Uh, yeah. Uh, I've got one more left. Go on. Now, this is one that might upset people. I don't care. They should be upset. Not by my rant, but by the people I'm about to rant about. In the biggest fucking quote marks I can fucking find, psychic mediums. (laughs) We're ending on this, are we? We're ending on this. (laughs) Oh... No, um, I've I've got some input into this as well. Right. Um, so, do you want to go first? I I will. I will. Thank Come you. Um, I've got no experience with these things. Um, but I don't like the right the years that humans have existed on this planet. Uh-huh. Whichever way you're theologically implied, isn't that long. In the grand scheme of things, it's not that long. Yep. However, with the advancements of science, do you not think we might have had some published evidence in a well-known journal by now that there is life predictions, whatever you want to call it, on the other side? Mm-hmm. It is a way... I see it, personally, is my opinion, that it is a way of making money off people that... I, I, don't, know, I don't know the words... I've always, I'm not religious. I've always said religion, I think, is great to to some people because it gives hope to people. If they Mm -hmm. want to believe in something because they believe something's better after after it, fine, that's cool. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. good. That's good for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think mediums are the same thing. It gives people that bit of hope that they can have that connection with somebody else. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. That's fine. No, that's fine. It's done. I agree with you in terms of individual personal faith. If that's something that gives you strength, helps you make sense of the world around you, gets you through your day, and all that kind of thing. Great. Honestly, I'm happy for you. Not something I share, but I'm happy for you. Right. Um, Religion in general, organized religion, is a different story. I think that's where you get, you know, Catholic Church scandals and abuse Mm. and, and all that kind of thing. Yes. Less about that said, the better. So that's where I differentiate faith from religion. Uh, that's fair if, enough. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I would never knock anyone for their faith because that's a very personal thing. As long as but, it's not been shoved down my throat that I should be believing the same thing, exactly. that's cool. Exactly. But organized religion, church, structure, and all that, different story. Okay. Psychic. Mediums. There's there's two brackets of people I think that cover psychic mediums. People who are either deluded, <laughs> right, and they think that they can speak to the dead. These people need help, and I'm not saying that flippantly. I they, they need help. If you 
seriously believe that you can communicate with the dead, you have a medical mental condition that needs help. Okay. The other, and I'm I'm not being flippant here. I'm being one hundred percent serious. The other type are, as you said, rip-off merchants who are using. Oh dear. That's all right. The cat just knocked over. No, that was something from the other side, Mark. <laughs> that was something from the other side telling you, "Oi, stop it." <laughs> the, o- the others <laughs> can't make this up. The others are they are rip-off merchants who are using a set of skills that they have honed and developed, basically based on cold reading. Oh, sure. And they are taking advantage of vulnerable and grieving people for attention and money or money, right? Now, I've... (laughs) Someone once tried to do it to me. I've got two different experiences of these people, right? One is... Oh, what was it? It was a small IT support company that I used to work for years and years ago. We're doing some work for, for like, a little... We, we did support for small, like, one-man band businesses. That yeah, kind sure. Of thing. And there was one woman who was, like, a quote-unquote psychic medium. And she came in one day to just have a chat with us about a couple of things that she needed doing. And she was pregnant. And she goes, there's two things. One, she goes, oh, let me give you a reading kind of thing, right? So I'm, I'm like, okay, right. So she goes, let's give me a hand. So I, I gave her my hands. And I could feel her rubbing my ring finger to see if there was any kind of indentation. Right, so she's instantly trying to work out if you have or were have been married. Right. And she goes, now you're not married, are you? Straight away, right? And she was waiting for a response because obviously the cold reading goes from how the person responds. Sure. So I just said, carry on. <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you at the end, right? So then she's going, Oh now you are you're 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 a very trusting person, but you don't like that trust to be betrayed, do you? <laughs> that only me and ninety nine percent of the fucking planet. <coughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so fucking vague. Yeah. So yeah. fucking vague. Oh of yeah, yeah. No, I hate. Like, I don't like being that. Yeah. No, I I love it when I trust someone and they fuck me over. Do you know what I mean? Who? Who, who likes being betrayed? Yeah, right. So that, and then she goes. So I, I just, fucked, I told her to stop at that point because I was going to start laughing at her. And then <laughs> one of one of my colleagues went, "Oh, are you having a boy or a girl?" And she goes, "Well, my spirit guides told me I've been a girl." <laughs> Right. What does the ultrasound say, Lev? Well, this is the thing, right? Because it's funny that, because the doctor said it was a boy when it was born. <laughs> but she'd already gone and got all the girly shit. Seriously? Pink. Yeah, seriously. Oh, no. Nursery painted pink, all the fucking girly stuff, because a spirit guide told me <laughs> it's going to be a girl. And it was a fucking boy. 
right? So that's that's one uh. one thing. The other one was then later on, a couple, few years later, I was doing some work, just wiring up, putting some networking shit into a, an office. And it was one that kind of hired out the rooms for different people. If you I didn't know, have I know, your own yeah. office, you know, you could go in. And one of them was this guy who do like tarot readings and mediumship and all this lot. And I could hear him because the walls were only like plasterboard walls were quite thin. And there was a woman in there sobbing, right? Like you could hear her fucking sniffling and crying. Yeah. Not quite wailing, but she was crying, right? And all I could hear him going was, but it's okay. She says you don't need to worry about it. She's in, she's at peace. She's looking down on you. The, and you know, that'll be fifty quid. Thanks very much. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm just thinking, you. Utter it, they say it's it's, pre- it's it's playing on people's grief, and it is. It's and it, not. It's, it's a horrible dis- human thing to do. Disgusting. It is vile. It's it it makes my fucking skin crawl. These people, like I said, the the first option is you're deluded. You need help because you cannot talk to the dead, right? You just, you can't, right? The other option is you're taking advantage of people and you should be fucking ashamed of yourself. How they fucking sleep at night, you Absolutely. Well, I'd imagine they'd have an absolutely fucking huge bed with all the money that they can spend on and, it. Uh, I just, there are a few people that I honestly think are just the fucking scum of the earth. And this is, this is one of those type of people. That's fair enough. Utter weapons grade cunts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I always, when I I think of medium, I always think of, um, ah, bollocks, his name's gone out of my head. Uh, well, one you got Paul Clinton Baptiste. Clinton Baptiste. I'm getting the. Word. I'm getting the words. <laughs> but Nonce. it's it's just. I'll tell you what. Darren Brown as a, as a brilliant book. I think you see that is it either Trick of the Mind or something happy or whatever it's called. Confer- no, I think he's, he's got a book. I think called Confessions of a Conjurer. Right. Or it, it might be his other book, which is Trick of the Mind. But he's got a whole chapter devoted to cold reading. Oh well, he's he's. In my opinion, he's the expert. Um, he is. It's he's never been. He's always gone. These are just tricks. Don't forget, yep. these are just tricks. Yep. Um, yep. They. He's never purported to actually be able to speak to the dead. Nope. It's all no. about trickery. It, it's it's cold reading. It's putting a name out there, getting a a a a, a, a Bob Bob or some of the beginning. Get John. Is there a John, John in the room? John or or. Or is is there a jack and someone will put their hand up, and and you know, and they'll go from there, and it'll be just like oh now jack jack, now, and 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 it's just such fucking random stuff, and they'll Thing just is. throw things out. And what they do though, what they also do is, if there's anything that they throw out to the room that doesn't get a response, they don't acknowledge that. If no one responds. They just go... Oh, the spirits aren't very strong here tonight. No, they'll go, I'll leave that with you. I'll leave it with you. Right, now I'm getting a different... Never it's their fault for getting it wrong. It's the audience's fault for not responding kind of thing. And But this book, this chapter in this book, 
as you say, he's the master at it. And he did an episode of his TV show where he went, I think it was called Messiah, okay. where he went He went to America, where obviously at the time he wasn't really well known. And he, he pretended to be a few different people, one who could do, you know, um, remote viewing and one who could do healing, spiritual healing and all that. And then he did one, which was this mediumship thing where he got a group of maybe a dozen Americans in a church with a quote-unquote real psychic medium watching him to see if he was any good, quote-unquote, and he fucking nailed it. And he had people in the audience, even after they'd been told he wasn't real, still were like, he was so accurate, I couldn't, cannot believe how accurate he was. And this woman it was going, oh, yeah, he's fantastic. He's... But you could also see the look on her face, like, he's far fucking better than me at this. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? She was worried about how good he was. But this is just the skill you learn to pick up on those micro-reactions, those little flickers of acknowledgement. And, and sorry, this book, the, the chapter in the book that covers it, explains how it works and how some of the most famous psychic mediums used it. And there's others who have been found out, you know, have had earpieces because the they'll they'll when you buy a ticket you might be asked what what information are you hoping to find out well when you come when i went oh to... me aunt me auntie died i want to know where she left the money sure and and they'll have the notes <laughs> yeah and they'll be fed the information through an earpiece so i went to see darren brown um mm. gosh it was in the before times it's probably about four yeah. or five years ago now yeah and um he did a thing about um physical healing pain and stuff yeah. And, you know, he, he was invited, you were invited, sorry, to write um, something down on a piece of paper on where you were sat so he could work it out, help you out. So, right. Um, I've, I've suffered with knee pains over the, over the years. I've had mm. various um, operations on my one leg. And the long and short of it was I had a um, metal plate put in my leg to straighten one of my bones. Okay. And, you know, it was, I wrote about it because I was like, fuck it. I could be a part of the show. It'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. If it works, brilliant. If it doesn't, <laughs> eh. Yeah. So I had to write down my name, my pain, or what, whatever I wanted fixing, and my seat number. Brilliant. Right. Put it in. Okay. Interval. Second half started. Yeah. He comes out. He healed somebody on stage, you know, whatever. Did his shtick. Came out. Someone else. Someone else. Running down the wing, pointed at our row. Someone here pointed at me. He went, knee pain. And, yeah, that's me. Got me out, did a thing. And, yeah. And I was like, yeah, that was the information I gave you there, Darren. Yeah, yeah. Which he's, again, he's maintained, he's brought it in. He's, sorry, he's he's been fed it mid-interval. mm but I actually saw on stage there was a really there was like a thick table, you know, like a, you know I'm looking at my IKEA desk here. It's quite a thick yeah. table, yeah, a couple of inches thick. You could take out a square out of that and pop a, a monitor in. Oh uh, yes. I think he gets fed information. On, he's wearing an earpiece anyway for cues. Yeah, everyone. Knows yeah, that. yeah. Um, yeah. he takes it out for the. You can't see any earpieces in, can you? Um, mm. but I was like, yeah. And then when you're part of that show, you you have to go along with it because you don't want to look like a dick. Yeah. And if it, if it doesn't work, you go, oh, not everyone could be helped. You know, there we are. That's it. That's it. But it is the, 
I knew what I was doing going into it, and I thought, oh, this is quite, it's fun to be a part of the show, but mm. I did feel like a bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah. But it was fun nonetheless. Yeah. Got to meet but Darren Brown. <laughs> but, but there you see, that that's the thing, is like he's always been totally open that what he's doing is showmanship, distraction, and all that kind of thing. He never pretended that what he does is, quote-unquote, real or magic or psychic, unlike those other cousins. <laughs> I hate them. I just genuinely, I, I I can't. They should be just fucking ashamed of themselves. They really should. They should be utterly fucking ashamed of themselves. I think what they do is disgusting. And I think it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that people feel that that's the only option they have when they're grieving. Yeah. You know, I think when 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 you've lost someone or when when or in life in general is difficult and you kind of you don't know you've lost direction in life or whatever it might be the fact that people don't feel that they can or maybe they don't have access to like mental health services and or supporting their family and friends or on the local area groups you know little things like that that they can't access those kind of things that aren't just going to fucking rip them off and tell them what they want to hear. That they, yeah. that they feel they have to spend money to be told a pack of fucking lies. I just think it's such a shame. Such a shame. And I do sympathise with the victims of it, and I call them victims because they are victims. They're being ripped off. They're being lied to. They're being cheated out of money. They are victims of these people. And these people are selling a service based on a lie, and that should be illegal. Boom. To me, to me, that should be illegal because you are you are taking money for a service that is is knowingly false. Is knowingly false. You are lying to people for money, giving them false information, and you know you are. Here's one. If there are any mediums that listen to this, get in touch. We'd love to have a chat. None of them have ever faced (laughs) up to any kind of scrutiny. None of them listen to our podcast. None of them do. I don't care. They've already heard it. Let's face it. They've already exactly. Yeah, they knew it was coming. (laughs) But but Darren Brown, he's he's hung out with them. He's challenged them to do it properly. Yeah. And they've just gone, oh well, you know, you're just biased against it. You're not going to treat it fairly. And he's like, no. Here, do it. Show me. Show me now that it works, that it's real. And they bottle out. Or they change the conditions of the test. I was going to say them with the goalposts, don't they? Yeah. Because they know what they're doing is bullshit. It should be illegal. It should be illegal. And the people, they're ripping people off. And, and victims is the word. They are victims. And on that note, we will release our victims who have listened to this podcast <laughs> to go about their day. Well, that was a nice, light-hearted episode, <laughs> wasn't it? And I, I don't know about you, but I, for one, feel better. That I, I feel really pent up and annoyed now. <laughs> <laughs> I might go I have to have great. a coffee. I feel great. <laughs> I don't feel like I've had a load lifted. I'm just annoyed <laughs> about all of the things that weigh me down in life. And I'm sure we could have had even more conversations. The one I'll leave it on, because it's 
happened outside my house in the last couple of days. Parking mm-hmm. across people drive, cro- parking oh. across people's driveways when your car is on your fucking drive. Oh mate, I but don't there we are. have. I don't have a drive, but on the street outside, there's like space in front of each house to park. Is it allocated? Not no. Okay, but it's clear, right? You know, yeah. Each each there's room outside each house, and if everyone just fucking parked where they should. So is it is it allocated? Because if it isn't allocated, you do not have a right to that space. No, it's not allocated. Well, fuck but, you then. I'm parking there. But it's common sense. Oh, sorry, mate. They no, can no, no, park no, no, in front no, of no, their no. house. No, 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 no. They do not need to park no. in front of mine. No. The bastards are going to slash the fucking tires <laughs> next time they do it. The only no. thing worse than a psychic medium is someone who doesn't park in front of their own fucking house. <laughs> they probably look at your car and go, no way does that old man have that Fuck car. Fuck off. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going on the fucking list as well. <laughs> If you've listened, thank you very much. If you've not, I couldn't give a shit. I'm going to go about my day and be angry at other people. <laughs> anyway, we've been the Culture Trumpet Podcast. We've been the Culture Trumpet Podcast. We have. You've been a wonderful audience. Classic. Classic audience once again. <laughs> Bye, Ron. Much better than the last one. Last one. Last audience was shite. Bye. Bye.